In today's episode, we're going to look at setting healthy boundaries for wealth and abundance. And actually, over the next two episodes, we will give you 10 tips or 10 guidelines of how to set healthy boundaries to create wealth and abundance. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today, and actually over the next two episodes, this episode and the next one, we're going to be looking at setting healthy boundaries. So let's start off with what do I mean by healthy boundaries? Reason, let's, let's take a step back even further. Let's work out why you need personal boundaries to create wealth. Now, think of it this way. Look at anyone who has established a, has established a successful business, have built a brand, have, have multiple businesses, and has actually accumulated wealth. All these people have actually set healthy boundaries, and it's both in the personal, professional, and health life, Okay. You have to set healthy boundaries. And boundaries, I would say, are essential to healthy relationships and for a healthy life. Sustaining and actually setting and sustaining boundaries is a skill that you acquire as you grow. So as you grow as a person, as you grow as a businesswoman or a man, as you grow in your your maturity, as you age, you have to lay down certain boundaries and and actually enforce them. Sometimes you have to enforce those boundaries because people do not understand, especially if you are a bit of a giver. And most of the people listening to this podcast tend to be entrepreneurs, but are also very strong empaths and are generally very generous people and very giving. But it doesn't matter how giving you are, you have to lay down certain boundaries and actually get people to respect those boundaries. Having healthy boundaries means knowing and understanding what your limits are period. That's it. Okay. And this could be in any area of your life, your personal, your your professional, your home life, your relationship life, across the board. So even though we're talking in the context of wealth and abundance in this podcast, the principles laid down over the next two episodes will be, you know, will be useful for you across the board over all aspects of your life. I do say, I do really believe in the old saying that how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you are not having strict boundaries in your personal life, you will not have strict boundaries in your professional life, in your business, in your career. If you don't have strict boundaries in your your personal life, you won't have strict boundaries in your health. You probably, you know, give way to, you know, temptations and so forth. So it's very important that you understand your limitations and you know what you can accept or cannot accept and then let people know about it. Okay, so this leads me on to straight into the first, first, you know, the first key element that you need to work out. So it doesn't matter what you're working on, you need to understand, you know, you need to become aware of, well, what is my limitations? You know, so the first step is always going to be identification. I always say, if you don't know where you, if you don't know where you are, how can you decide how you're going to get to where you want to get to, right? So the first point is always awareness of your limits. 
Now, you can't set good boundaries if you're unsure of where you stand, right? So you have to identify physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, what are your limits, right? Because, you know, you have to consider what it is that you can accept, what it is that you can tolerate, and what makes you feel uncomfortable or stressed. And you have to understand that and be very honest with yourself. The key point here being honesty, don't worry about what is right and wrong for anybody else. You are an individual and only you know what works for you. So you have to decide, okay, so what's acceptable for me? What is my limit? What is it? What am I able to tolerate? And what makes me become stressed or uncomfortable or stressed, okay? I mean, you can even put them in tears, okay? So this is okay with me. This um, this makes me feel... Uh, this makes me feel, um, you know, not very happy, but I can tolerate it. This makes me feel uncomfortable or this makes me stressed. You can even have different, different tears up to you how to decide. I have those um, things which I'm happy with, things which are, which are, you know, okay with me, things which I can tolerate, but I'm beginning to get uncomfortable, things which are uncomfortable and things which are just stressing me out. So I'm not going to accept them at all. Okay. That's kind of understanding you have. And you can have this five-tier or four-tier system across every everything you decide, but you have to understand, you have to become aware of what is okay with you and what's not, and where are your limitations. This is absolutely key. Now, why is it so important? Because if you're operating a business, let's really focus on the business side of it. If you're operating a business and you're very uncomfortable with let's say you're how I'll give you an example. I had a a team member recently who left and she as an individual is an amazing, amazing, amazing lady. I'm not going to fault her. Uh, You know, she's very talented, but her work ethic wasn't um, how we wanted it. We just, we, we just weren't gelling uh, together at all. And it was my, but I had very strict, uh, you know, criteria in terms of my boundaries and I'm very, I'm very laid back as it, when it comes to it. But I had to work around that. And at some point, we just had to, when I laid down my, okay, this is it, yes or no. And, and I gave her the option, you either, you either take this or you leave it. And she actually left, which is perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, people may leave you or leave your space because you're enforcing certain boundaries. It's absolutely fine. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them or you. It just means you're not on the same vibration. You are not good for each other. And it's better for you to part ways than to operate under stress. Now, I'm glad that she left because maybe, you know, doing the work, the kind of work we needed was stressing her out. Absolutely could be. I'm not saying, you know, that she's at fault. But at the same time, I couldn't work with the certain conditions either. So we had to, I had to speak out as well. So this is why it's important to know what are your limitations. And you could be the nicest person on the planet, but still have your boundaries. This is why important. So this is the first thing we're going to do. Okay. So this is the first key that, you know, become aware of what are your limitations, what is acceptable to you and where do you start getting, you know, uh, uncomfortable and what does what makes you stress and anything that stresses you is unacceptable, point blank. Okay. Anyone or anything that stresses you is absolutely unacceptable. Okay. So now let's go on to the, the 10 key guidelines I'm going to give you to actually work out how to set healthy boundaries. Now you can apply these principles, like I said, across all regions of your life, from your personal, professional, um, and you know, even your health, you know, in aspects of your health as well. 
right? So the first thing that you, the first, the first guidance I'm going to give you is actually tuning into your feelings. Now, a lot of the times, you know, especially people I think who listen to this podcast tend to be, you know, very, very intuitive and very strong empaths. So I'm speaking to you now personally that you already have those feelings. You know in your gut when something's right and wrong, when something makes you uncomfortable. Now, being a giver and being very generous, you may ignore that aspect and think, well, you know, it's okay. I can tolerate it. I'm just being silly. Oh, you know, whatever. It's not, um, you know, it's okay. You give excuses to other people, right? It's time you stopped doing that. And I'll tell you why. Because you will excuse people again and again and again, and it will. it's not going away. You're just brushing it under the carpet. And slowly and slowly and surely, it will become more and more forceful and you will start resenting the individual we're referring to. Personally or professionally, it doesn't really matter which area, but you'll become more and more annoyed with them. And it's literally, what you're doing is when you ignore your feelings, you're, you're not dealing with them. You're, when you brush them on the carpet, you're putting, it's like putting a pressure on the spring and you keep putting it and keep putting it and keep putting it and eventually it's going to burst, right? So this is why... It's super important for you to recognize your feelings early on without it, you know, blurting out uh, in the wrong time, in the wrong place, with the wrong people. So this is so important. You need to understand, okay, what's making you uncomfortable and what causes you to be resentful, right? So you can even pick out something, um, you know, if this if this red flag's coming up and you you know and and. You, you're 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 realizing this situation makes me feel uncomfortable, or even worse, this fe- this feeling or this situation is causing me to feel resentment. Okay, then you know that your your boundaries are being overstepped on. Your you know there's something going on, and you're ignoring your feelings, right? So the two key elements that you need to really consider is or two key feelings rather is one's going to be discomfort, the other one's going to be resentment. Okay. And discomfort is when you're like, no, this is not really happy with it. I'm not really happy with this. And resentment is like, I'm freaking annoyed, you know, and, and allow yourself to feel those emotions. Now, I'm going to stop here for a second. I've, I've done, a, I think I've done a podcast or maybe a training, I can't remember which one I did so many of these, but I, if I haven't, I will come back and I will do another podcast on this is, you know, don't ignore your frigging feelings, right? The feelings and emotions are there to give you guidance, to give you information about where you are and what's happening with you. If you keep ignoring your emotions, you're ignoring your physical existence and that's not healthy, right? So if you are angry, annoyed, or or just, you know, resenting something, accept and understand those feelings as a information mechanism that your 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 subconscious mind your intuition your your energy body is giving you this really strong information signals you have to act upon it right so anyway i go off on a tangent come back to it so the two key feelings that are that red flags or clues that we're letting go of our boundaries are discomfort and resentment really two two strong emotions okay so if you feel discomfort or even even resentment, if it's if it's quite severe, then I want you to think about okay, in a scale of one to ten, okay, how uncomfortable or how resentful am I? Right? And if it's anything above a six or a seven, then you need to ask, okay, so what's causing it? Is it the individual? Is it the situation? What is causing it? Right? What about this interaction or is this person's expectation is bothering me so much? What is it? What, why do I feel this uncomfortable? Why do I feel like this? Right? Now, keep in mind, resentment usually comes from being taken advantage of 
or not being appreciated. Okay, we normally feel resentment in situations where we really think we're pushing ourselves, you know, we're going beyond our limits, um, or, you know, because we, you know, because we feel guilty, right? For example, you know, you're, um, you want to be, um, this amazing, uh, amazing boss, for example, right? You want to be this amazing boss and you want to be, you want to be someone who gives people the space and you don't want to micromanage. And at the time you feel like, hang on a minute, I'm giving you all this free way, you know, reign to do, create and whatever you have, but I'm not seeing any results. Okay. I felt that recently and I felt like I've, I've given a lot of space and I don't micromanage. I'm very easygoing as a boss. Um, uh, because for this reason, I like people to have personal autonomy and, you know, to have space to do you know, creative work as they want to. But when I feel like people are taking advantage of me and they, you know, they're taking advantage of the fact that I'm so nice and I'm so giving and I'm so trusting, then you start feeling annoyed and that's when resentment comes and you're like, hang on a minute, why are you taking advantage of me? You know, do you think, um, you know, I'm a fool, I'm stupid or whatever, 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 right? So resentment is often a sign we're pushing ourselves either beyond our limits because we feel guilty or someone else is imposing their expectations, views, values on us, right? So this is why you have to understand but you know, if someone is, is, is feeling resentment, if you're feeling resentment or if someone's feeling resentment, you need to work out who's causing it and why, right? Now, it could be that you are being taken advantage of, right? Or it could be the fact that you feel like someone's trying to take advantage of you. Either way, it's a very, very, very strong sign that someone is violating or crossing our boundaries. Make sense? Right, so I want you to see. I want you and moving forward. Whenever you feel a certain emotion, instead of feeling guilty for feeling the emotion, which we're trained to do, by the way, now, um, especially with the new age thinking, everyone's like, oh, we should be happy, hunky dory all the time, you know, love everyone and bless everyone and forgive everyone. I believe all of that, by the way. I, I do believe that you should forgive everyone. I, I do believe forgiveness is a path to prosperity, but not blind forgiveness. You have to forgive them actively, and there's a process I take you through, and this is why I spend a huge amount of time in my mastermind on forgiveness, but you know, because without it, it's empty words. But at the same time, you have to, you cannot possibly ignore your emotions. And anyone, any guru who tells you to suppress emotions, ignore emotions, just, just look to this light and forgive them, is is saying BS. Yes, you need to forgive them. Absolutely. Hands down. I really believe forgiveness is the path of prosperity, but you have to address your emotions first. Okay. And if resentment's coming up again and again, you need to work out why. Okay. So that's step number um, step number one. The next thing I want you to do, right? That's the next thing I want you to do is once you've recognized what it is, um, and you've tuned into your feelings and you've examined, okay, what, how you feel, you need to be able to. So step two would be you need to communicate this to other people, right? You have to communicate it. So with you know with some people, maintaining healthy boundaries doesn't require direct, clear cut dialogue, but Usually this means that people in, you know, um, people, you know, could, you need to, but you need to communicate something in some way to some, in, in these individuals. For example, using the example of, of your work colleagues, right? If you have team members and the team member is not performing to the level that you expect or, or desired, you have to communicate this with the other people. So now we have people with very different personalities and people behave very differently. And that's absolutely, absolutely absolutely important to recognize but a lot of the times you know you don't have to, sometimes you don't have to spill it out you know you have to spell it you know 
you know, say, do not cross my boundaries. and You don't say things like that, but you act in a way that people understand these are my boundaries, you don't cross it, right? For example, uh, you know, using my example, my podcast is of the utmost importance. I love my podcast. It really is. It's my baby. So when someone is not paying attention to what is required to support and promote my podcast, that was crossing my boundary, right? Um, I don't want you to focus on this aspect. I want you to focus on this aspect of my business. This is what I want to be focusing on, right? So you need to communicate this to other people, sometimes very explicitly, like, you know, sometimes, very sometimes. And this may be in the personal, you know, personal life. For example, if you have an uncle, an aunt, or a sibling, or a friend, or a family friend who keeps asking about your personal relationships or personal life, you just have to sometimes say, I'm not comfortable talking about this, um, or something like that. So something very direct, which usually happens in, um, you know, in uh, in personal life. Or sometimes you can just smile. It's okay, everything's fine. You know, you don't have to be rude when you communicate this to other people. But you have to, you have to, have to communicate this um, to everyone else around you. So in short, you have to communicate uh, your your boundaries to other people. But depending on the situation, depending on how the other person is, and depending on what kind of boundary you're laying down, you either communicate it explicitly or you communicate this in a more subtle manner. As it comes professionally, sometimes it's best to uh, to just take control of the situation, especially if you're hiring team mem- mates or if you're hiring team members or uh, external consultants. You need to come back and make sure that they understand your expectations. So it, when it comes to wealth and abundance, I think understand making sure that everybody has the same expectations or are clear about what's expected from a particular outcome is very important. And anyone who doesn't or who doesn't deliver after that, then you know that they've overstepped your boundaries. Okay. So the next one is you need to communicate this to other people. Then the next one is, and the step or tip three or, or third guideline is you need to give yourself permission, right? So usually fear, guilt, self-doubt are big potential pitfalls, right? We might fear what other person, you know, how other people will respond if we lay down these boundaries, if we set and enforce our boundaries. How will they react? Will we lose friends? Will we lose family members? Will we lose face, etc., etc., right? We may even feel guilty about speaking up or saying no to family members. For example, you know, I, I you know, with my certain family members, I, you know, they, 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 they actually don't ask me now. But in the initially, I would never say no because the way I'm being brought up, I would never say no to our elders. So if my uncle needed something or my aunt said something, and even if I didn't believe in what they were saying, I would go along with it. And I remember making so many decisions growing up. That if my brother said, go, you're going to do this, I would do it. If my uncle said, Jinda, you're going to do this, I would do it. If my father or my mother or somebody said something because of the respect for the elders, I wouldn't go, I would never second guess them. I would never say no. I would say, okay, fine. Whatever it was. And I remember my first uh, during, actually, this is quite important, actually. Uh, and this is a lesson, a hard lesson for me to learn. I remember when I was, uh, when I was going through a divorce for the first time during my first marriage, that even after you know the fact that we called the police and blah blah blah, and he and I separated my first husband I separated my uncle and my father believed we could salvage that relationship god knows why they thought they could happen and even though I was dead against it I had been through hell and back with this man I did not say no 
to my uncle and my father. So on their request, I went to Manchester with my baby at the time. She was only about, by then I was about, you know, 12, 13 weeks. It was a tiny, tiny baby still. And I remember sitting there and everyone discussing my whole life and whatever else. And I remember my sister-in-law, who and I never had a good relationship with. I didn't talk to my brother about my personal life because of it. She, you know, everyone, it was just a complete whole mess, right? And I remember going around and saying yes to everyone because I did not want to disrespect them. And I felt guilty that if I said no to them, they would think I'm being rude or disrespectful. Now, it's a long story anyway. You know, in the end, we worked out in my, you know, whatever, everything worked out. However, looking back at that time now, I realized how much this, this aspect of if I gave myself permission to say no and set those clear boundaries, like I've made this decision and you have to respect it, um, I could have been left so much heartache and whatever else, you know, especially when it comes to family members and, and everything else. So this is why it's so important to give yourself permission to say no and, and to actually set the boundaries and then enforce them, okay? Now, this is something that I want you to understand that me, like many others, believe that in order to be able to cope with a situation and uh, or, or deal with, you know, to be a good daughter or to be a good son, I have to say yes, as I did. But then what happened? What happens is you feel drained and you feel taken advantage of, as I did in that situation. Boundaries are just a sign of a healthy relationship. They're a sign of self-respect. So give yourself permission to set boundaries and work to preserve them. And I'm telling you, I've just the the story I shared and I share it so openly and vulnerably is to explain that I've been there, done that. I've tried saying yes uh, to be the good daughter that I I felt I need to be, to be the good sister and niece that I felt I needed to be just so that I wouldn't offend my family members. But in the process, I completely demolished my boundaries and I didn't set them at all. However, the situation is very different now. I have very, very clear boundaries and I'm still not rude to my uncle or my or anybody else. I just have very strict boundaries and I don't have to be rude to say no to them. But because they understand my boundaries very clearly now, I don't get asked silly things like that anymore. And people, it may be they find, they think that I'm rude and I'm okay with them thinking I'm rude. I have clear boundaries and I expect people to, to respect my boundaries. Now, guideline number four, okay? Practice self-discipline and do it on a regular basis. And I want you to do take a regular personal audit of your on your on your personal boundaries. So this may sound a bit uh, a bit tedious and a bit too much, but I'm going to explain why. When you set healthy boundaries and you are not mindful of it, people can edge and edge and edge and edge and then walk all over your boundaries and you have no clue. So when you take a regular audit off your boundaries. You make sure, is everyone working? Is everyone behaving in a certain way? Now, this I'm talking in the professional way. So if you have regular meetings with your team members, you see what, what works everyone's doing. Are they performing up to the level? Are they are they fulfilling their tasks? Are they behaving in a certain way, etc. Right? But also with your work as well, with respect, you know, are they respecting you enough, etc. But now that's easier done in the professional life. In personal life, it's a bit more difficult, but you still have to take, you still have to take, an audit of it. And now I know this because I do this on a regular basis in my life. I think professionally, I'm pretty good. I think I'm very good now. But in personal life, I've had to do it. 
And you have to reevaluate and um, and readjust certain aspects of your relationship with certain people. Now, I do this. I have to do this quite a few times with my with my ex husband. Um, and the reason being because we are co-parenting our children together. And I think sometimes he forgets that I'm no longer his wife. I'm no longer married to him. And he behaves with me in certain ways, which is, you know, which is not tolerable. Like he, you know, raises voice at me or something. And I have to remind him very clearly, I'm no longer your wife. And this kind of behavior is not going to be tolerated. Thank you very much. Go away. And I would distance myself and I behave in a certain way for a period of time. So he understands you cannot um, step on certain boundaries. You can't overstep certain boundaries. You can't behave in a certain way. So this is this would be this would not be possible if I didn't you know adjust it. If somebody starts, it's the old, the old saying you know you, you give someone this is a saying in in Urdu. If you give someone a finger, they take your arm, right? That's the, that's the saying in Urdu, but in English it translates. You give someone a finger, they take your arm. It's when people when you allow people to just little bit edge, little bit edge, little bit edge over your boundaries. Next thing you know, they're walking and loving, and you realize what happened to my you know what happened to the way I you know the, the boundaries are set. This is where you have to take regular audit of your boundaries to make sure everyone's respecting them and the fact that you're enforcing them. It goes two ways. Just because you have certain boundaries doesn't mean people are going to respect it, right? So this is why it's super important for you to know these are my boundaries. This is what I've set. And this is uh, make sure that everyone is respecting them. Also, this has the added benefit of for you to see how it's helped you and benefited you. I promise you, if you lay down certain boundaries, over professional, personal, or your health life, what you'll find is over a short period of time, be it three or six months, you will start reaping the benefits. You'll start seeing how it's positively impacting you because you have had this, you know, you've had laid down these boundaries. It makes you feel calmer, more centered, and you feel less stressed and less annoyed and and there's less resentment energy. Now, why is all this important? Because I keep talking about this, right? Forgiveness, if you are resenting people, if you're annoying with people, if you are angry, getting angry at people, you're lowering your vibrations, right? And as you lower your vibrations and as they escalate, you stay in the vibration, these low vibrations longer, which is impacting directly on the amount of money you can call to yourself, right? You need to be in high vibration in order to attract abundance and wealth. And if you are in this situation where you're feeling resentment, angry, annoyed, you know, frustrated, then your vibrations low and therefore you're repelling all the good that's coming to you. The next next step is to do regular audits. Okay, now boundaries are all about um, honing in on your feelings and honoring them. So this, therefore, if you are noticing the slipping and you're not sustaining your boundaries, then ask yourself, what's changed? What am I doing? What is the other person doing? What is the situation eliciting that's making me resentful or stressed? This is how you audit. And then I want you to mull over your options. Okay, what am I going to do about the situation? What do I have control over? What can I do? What can I, how can I change this? Right? And that will allow you, the, it will give you the answers that you need to actually put, reinforce your, your boundaries again and to work out, okay, this has happened, doesn't matter, what's done is done. How do we get control of the situation again? How do I lay down the boundaries again? And how can I communicate this again to the parties involved. Finally, we're going to talk about your family paradigms, okay? So next I want to talk about your family paradigms because I think this is so important. This ties in exactly what we just said about a few minutes ago. Your family paradigms is what is expected from you, how you are raised, 
with, you know, along with your role model, your family and everything else. Okay. So how you were raised along with your role in your family can be additional obstacles in setting and preserving boundaries. An example I gave you just about a few moments ago about where being a good daughter and being a good sister, I had to behave in a certain way, had to listen. And remember, especially after, um, you know, I I was very close to my brother at one point. And and I think they, because after my mother passed away, my brother was older, even though he was only a year and a half older, I I never said no to him. So my, my external family, my dad and my uncle knew that if, you know, if, if I ever resisted, they could, me, you know, make my brother convince me and I would never say no to my brother. So those are the kind of things when you give away your power to other people to manipulate you and to control you. Yeah. And this way, this is why it's important to reassess where you are and what you're doing and what you're letting go of, because this can also take place in your professional life. If people know what is your weakness, what is your soft spot and where are you going to sort of be, you know, so be you know manipulated so to speak that people will take advantage of you now i'm not saying people are horrible i think people are lovely in general but people can take advantage of your um your aspects about you right now if you have held the role of a caretaker you've learned to focus on others letting yourself be drained emotionally and physically right this is what happens to a lot of mothers some fathers too i i i have to say some fathers too but a lot, a lot of the time when i see his mothers they really feel that they have to give, 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 give. And at a certain time, especially as I remember as a daughter, so I remember as a as an Asian, as a brown Asian woman growing up in London, as a child, I was, you know, listen to my mother, be the good little daughter. Then I got married and I was, you know, had a strict arranged marriage for, for, for reasons we'll explore another time. And, you know, I was, I remember my, my, my brother saying I wasn't even allowed to speak to my husband-to-be because I didn't want, he didn't want him to bring the shame on the family any further because I'd already broken up an engagement with somebody else. It was ridiculous. And I remember I agreed to everything because I actually thought he was right, right? I, it, it was, I was trying to behave in the best way possible to be the best daughter I possibly could be. And in that process, I my boundaries, there were no boundaries. Everyone walked all over me. Everyone did, right? You have to you have to stop and think about this, and especially in the in in the family, but obviously this this applies professionally too. Um, even if you're in a job or if you have a business, you know, how how is this relationship, you know, what is this relationship giving me? Is the is this relationship reciprocal? right? Uh, is it healthy? Is it give and take? Or is it just give, give, give? And I just don't have receive anything in return. And I felt that for the longest time when it came to my brother and my family. And I that's when resentment kicked in. And then I then I've, I recently felt that, and that's why it's coming up quite strongly, was when I felt like I would, you know, I'm quite happy to support and give things to people, but I'm not going to be taken advantage of. And, you know, for when I questioned whether the work was being done or not, um, you know, people got very, def- you know, this person got very defensive and, you know, we, we in the end we parted ways. But I, 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 I would think that I nip this situation in the bud very, very quickly rather than prolong it and see, you know, what could happen out of the goodness of my heart. Think, you know, blah, blah, blah. Do you see what I mean? So it's very important that you recognize how are you behaving in all areas of life. Because if you behave in a certain way in, in your personal life, I promise you that's how you're going to behave in your professional life as well. I like going back to the idea that how you do one thing is how you do everything. Okay, so 
on that note, I think we've had a very long episode today. Very, very long one. It's, it's a lot longer than normal. Um, we will continue with this discussion. This is a very, very important discussion. Again, in the next episode, and we'll explore five more guidelines of how to set healthy boundaries. And then I will do a quick recap there as well so that you understand how to set healthy boundaries in order for you to become wealthy and for you to have abundance. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.